Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny. I'm Patrick. And in the studio today, we have Holly Singletary, a digital content strategist for ASI. Welcome, Holly. Thank you. Now, what we all have in common is the three of us have all been recently to social media conferences. Patrick, you and I went to Social Media Marketing World in San Diego in March. And Holly, you just got back from the Social Shakeup uh, in Atlanta. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit today about the takeaways that the three of us have from those conferences. We're also going to talk about, you know, were they worth our time, what were, what were our favorite education sessions, and whether or not people in the industry should take advantage of going to some of these conferences. So, Holly, let's start with you, um, the social shakeup. Was, that, was it your first time at the it, social shakeup? It was my first time at the social shakeup in Atlanta. Ooh, nice. What did you think? The people are so nice. Like, really? Just at the conference or at in Atlanta in general? In general, everywhere. Like, the Southern hospitality really reigns true. I'm like, well, we need to adapt some of that. <laughs> yes, indeed. So <laughs> so how many days was the social shakeup? I got there Sunday, and they had conferences Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I flew out late Wednesday night. Okay. So overall, how did you think the social shakeup was run? Was it run well? It was a little chaotic, like mm-hmm. trying to figure out where the sessions were because they just had little arrows mm-hmm. on the floor. But they did have people who worked there that could direct you. Okay. But it was a great venue that they had. They It was run pretty well, but okay. they didn't have enough power outlets to charge uh, up. Ooh, that's, See, that's important. That's important. That's yeah. that's a sponsorship opportunity. They had them all, everywhere for social media marketing Definitely. world. They had like them sponsored and popped up all over the place. Yep, for sure. So, how was was your, were there hotels close by, or did you have to like shuttle back and forth? I stayed at the hotel where it was hosted. That's oh. perfect. So literally, yeah. all I had to do was go downstairs forty floors. See, that's awesome. Okay, so now on to the uh, education. Um, so you were there obviously to learn about you know social media, kind of enhance some of the skills that you already have. So, what did you think about the education? The education was actually really good. It was nice to network with people who encountered the difficulties that we have managing mm-hmm. accounts. But it was also funny that people literally didn't believe that we managed so many accounts. So they couldn't relate to that, but they could relate to the day-to-day struggles and mm-hmm. how to get more engagement and how, like, when a face- social media crisis comes through, Facebook's down, what do you do? Mm-hmm. So things like that. So what were the, some of the things that you were trying to learn? Like, what was your goal for the social shakeup? My goal was to see if there were other management tools out there that maybe we could use. And I also wanted to know how other people handle crises when the platforms just went down and how, what they did, like what strategies did they implement and content, like what kind of content do they think is good? Um, And the other thing, we were having a whole lot of issues with LinkedIn. So I Mm -hmm. wanted to see if other people were experiencing it, but since people don't manage it the way we do, they didn't, they weren't aware. So so you didn't find that people there had um, the same approach to social media as you do, like a, like an agency approach? No, it was all like internal communications. I gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So uh, how many classes did you, did you go to? What did you think? About 20 to 25. Wow. It was a ton. Wow. Okay. I went to like every time there was a session I found one to go to. Interesting. So you, so this was spread out over two days or three days? Three. And how, how long were the classes? The sessions. first day, it was pre, um, pre-conference pre sessions, so they were about three hours those days, so it was two. But then the other sessions were about 40 minutes. But then okay. they had a couple, um, what's it called? Workshops? Workshops? Keynote speakers. Ah, keynote. So okay. during lunch. So one day we had two keynote speakers, and then the third day we only had one. So between the 40 minutes and the keynotes, it was all mm-hmm. sprinkled in. 
Okay. Okay. So, um, out of all the education that you went to, uh, did, did you have a favorite class or a favorite speaker? I did. I think she's my new best friend, and her name was <laughs> Tiffany Rivers from the mm-hmm. Boys and Girls Club. And so that was social media on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. So she talked about a whole lot, because we don't have a big budget to implement a lot of ideas that we have. Mm-hmm. But she talked about, like, even when you work with people in your company, and you know how people just think, oh, social media is so easy, you can just do this. She has this whole program that she uses called Thingamajig. So she actually puts in the request and then puts in how much time it'll take. Mm. So it's like you're quantifying your time to what right. your request is like it's not two seconds but it'll take this much longer gotcha hmm nice interesting all right so patrick let's switch gears and go to the conference that we went to a couple months ago now it's uh it's may now so we went in Mar- end of march so this was the first time that you and i had gone to this conference now social media marketing world for people people don't know i think it's probably the, the most famous of all the conferences that are run um in america um, certainly was on our radar. It's been from on my be- radar for a long time. From the beginning, that's when was one of the things that we saw, like on the list. We were trying to do mm-hmm. research that that skyrocketed to the top. Yeah. So. so I had I had high expectations for. It. So, yeah. As a first timer, what did you think of it? So I also had like a really high expectations for for the conference. Um, it was my first conference in general, so I didn't really know what to really expect. Mm-hmm. But I did have this kind of lofty goal of getting sure. some business cards, going out, getting some really good nuggets of information. Um, and they networking, did, you, you certainly networking was part of yeah, our goal. It, it was mm-hmm. big. So um, we, we scheduled things out pretty well, I thought, mm-hmm. and we kind of spread out our time. But overall, I think it was a really good experience. I think they did bring a lot of value to the, to the mm-hmm. attendees, especially us. We brought back a couple notes that were high value and impactful right from the very beginning. So Right. I, you know, like you know, you said earlier, you know, we had high expectations, um, you know, and they were met for the most part for me. Yeah. Um, the um, the hotel we stayed in was right right down the road. I mean, the you, hotel network was nice. Right, they, they did set that up nice because it was it was the, the the conference center. Then what four different hotels, five six different there hotels were a ton. in the vicinity it, that they yeah. kind of lined up. So it was they did that pretty well. Yeah, so everything's walking distance. I mean, of course, you could stay in a hotel that's far away and you know Uber in if you wanted to, but there were plenty of hotels uh, downtown where where the conference center was. Uh, I thought it was well run. Um, you and I jumped, they had an app. I don't know, Holly, if social, uh, the social shakeup had we an did. app, um, but it was, it was for the most part, it really helped, you know, me, I don't know about you, Patrick, but yep. it helped me schedule out my days. Um, it was a little bit clunky, but I thought, you know, for the most part, it covered the bases it needed to cover. Um, so that app, you know, the location of the hotel to, uh, the conference center was really, was really yep. great. But also, I thought it was you walked into the, the the conference and there were people there to help you in every facet. Like, you know, you had any questions, there were people there to help. So they really, you know, put a lot of emphasis on making sure, especially first timers, knew what they were where to go and what they to do. They have a volunteer network as well too, which is kinda nice. So right. that's that's something they build up over the years. And I don't know what exactly the details are behind that volunteer network, but I'm pretty sure that you get to like go to the sessions and stuff mm-hmm. if you're helping. So they've built that almost community base up over the years as well. So they have this kind of like a tribe following, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Yeah. So the education, Patrick, what did you think overall? I thought it was really good. Um, I think some of the, like, so it was, it was, some of them were hit and miss because I was walking into the rooms expecting advanced strategies and advanced mm-hmm. tactics, right? Some of them, it was beginner kind of intermediate sure. level classes. I was, and 
what I was expecting was, okay, here's how you dive in exactly how to do this. This is how you walk through it, right? Mm -hmm. This is your step-by-step guide. This is a experienced user in this specific field walking you through how to do something. That's kind of what I was looking Mm -hmm. for. Um, My favorite classes satisfied that expectation. Sure. There was about three or four of them that were like, this guy or girl knows exactly what they're talking about Mm -hmm. and is sitting here in front of you telling you how to do it better. Right. Um, There was four, about four classes that really satisfied that. And then the other ones were um, intermediate, intermediate. And then there was maybe one class maybe two that were basic. So, right, I mean, right. you have to have that range of, of curriculum right. in some of these conferences, but still, um, I was expecting a little bit more high mm-hmm. level, um, really detailed. Right. Classes. But I think some of the classes, I think all the classes had a breakdown, didn't they? Of like basic intermediate, or maybe I'm, I don't know. Okay. I can't answer. I thought that. I saw that. Um, now I had a few classes where I was like disappointed. You know, I went in there expecting something and I didn't get it. You know, and I think probably to your point, like, you know, they were going over like the basics and I'm yeah. like, I know this already. Um, you know, I didn't walk out of any classes, you know, I kind of stayed there for them all. But yeah. I think, like you said, they were hit and miss. Uh, the classes that I really liked, I learned a lot from, um, you know, and but again, at the same time, while you're in a class, there there could have been two or three other ones that we could have been at, and and that was that was the hard the challenge. Part. And did you fall into that too? I did fall into that, and I was the only one there for my team, so it's like oh, I had no. to pick what I was going right. to bring back. So it's like if it was more of us there, then we could have went to the other ones. Right. But, yeah. Now, what I really liked about social media marketing world is that we had the all access pass, which meant, of course, that you paid top dollar. But with, <laughs> but with the top dollar, you get every single class after the fact you get in like um like a a recording yeah so i don't did you have that of course i did nice (laughs) good good so have you been using it yet i have not had time to but i did send it out to my team so they could read listen to it and i think that is a huge advantage to getting the all access pass for any social media conference is taking advantage of the education that's available after the fact because it's an asset it's a huge it really is yeah because like you said like you know there were so many great classes going. Well, the the assumption is that they were really good. We, we didn't attend them, but the conflicts that we had were were huge. It's like, oh, I want to go to this one, I want to go to this one, and I want to go to this one, but they're yeah. all at the same time. Exactly. And and the, what's nice too is there was one time I was the one class ran a little bit late, so I was rushing to the next one, and I didn't realize how many people had registered. So I walked in, and they were like, "There's a little, it's standing room only, yeah. and there's no nowhere else to stand." And I was like. Wow. Okay. But then I bookmarked it on the app to go see it later after mm-hmm. in, in the, the online sessions. So, right. you know, you can use that almost as a, as a you know, fallback sure. as well. So also one of the big emphasis at um, social media marketing world was uh, networking. And they put a lot of effort into getting you to, to kind of sit down at tables that, you know, there were a, a million tables. Uh, you can find them on the, on the app or you can find them on like hard copies where uh they encourage you to go find a topic that you that you want to learn about and just sit down. And there are people around you who are going to sit down and talk about the same topic. So there's that a great cool. networking opportunity. Uh, and Patrick and I met a lot of people and we exchanged a lot of business cards. Now, did social the social media marketing or social shakeup have that as well? They did not. Okay. Only for the lunch the last day, they put different topics on your table and you just okay. had to talk about how you experienced the topic. I forgot what my topic was, but. No, I mean that's at least there was something like th- yeah. that was the whole time. Yeah. Did, at, they, did they have any like events at all like or 
our networking was all over drinks. So they did okay, have right. like, uh, they had happy hours every night. They had mm-hmm. a dinner dining session where you could sign up and then you would go to dinner the first night with a different uh, group of people. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then on the app, you would say like what industry you were in and you could figure out like who you wanted to go to dinner with. That's cool. Yes. And then the second day they had like, pl- like go and explore Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So you would sign up with them oh, that's cool. to do that. So. That's cool. Okay. Well, we had sort of the same thing like yeah. in the app, it, it broke there were groups that were created for people like for, for me, you know, um, Facebook ads, you know, people who want to kind of network and learn from each other, uh, get together, you know, outside of the conference could do that. I know you, you met a lot of young yep. professionals under 30. Yeah. So what was cool is you could actually do discussion groups. And one of the coolest things was, I was like, you know what, there's nothing here for like young professionals. So I started a group like young professionals under 30 and it blew up the first day we got there. And then somebody, uh, came up with the idea to go to dinner. And then next thing you know, we had this huge tequila bar for ourselves, yeah. a ta- tequila and taco bar. And uh, we all went down, and it was a group, probably about 35 people that showed up. And that just came from the app, yeah. and it's starting a group. So, I mean, I got to meet a bunch of people my age there on the first night. That was that was cool. All right. And I tried to go, but they booted me because I'm I, not I under 30. No. Yeah, just personally <laughs> booted him. No. I'm, under 50, <laughs> I'm under 50, though. Um, you should have started your I own should group. I should have started that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so you know, networking <laughs> it was it was a huge part of social media marketing world. If not, like they were encouraging that over some of the classes. Like they were like, you know, yes, the classes are great, but you can get all of this information after the fact. What you can't do is you can't network after the fact. That was cool. That was a constant theme throughout everybody's speech. So they were like, Look, go and meet somebody. Like go Talk. out, go. So Yeah, it was encourage they were really encouraging people talking because you know, there were a lot of people there that were by themselves. Uh, you know, Patrick and I were obviously there together, but, you know, I met a lot of people who were just there. You know, it's like my company sent me, they want me to learn. You know, you sit down and you just start a conversation. I know it's kind of awkward, you know, but a lot of times these were, you know, kind of, they were stoked by alcohol. Oh, here, have a drink and go talk to somebody, yeah. <laughs> which is like, yeah, okay. You know, kind of loosens the tongue. But um, so some of like, the cons like one of the cons i had about social media marketing world was that i think they put a little bit too much emphasis on partying like they had the 80s night yeah there was an 80s night holly where people were losing their mind about and i was like i like i'm here to like outfits yeah like legit and not only there was a theme no they (laughs) They they went all in on the theme but it was cool though they had uh live karaoke at this thing they had a full band that would play with you, behind you, as you sang karaoke. What did y'all sing? Uh, we did not sing. Oh, we did not sing. We did not. I didn't. I. You didn't even go. I didn't go. I showed up. I hurt my knee. I'm a wallflower. No, I. I didn't go. Um, I went somewhere else. But um, yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't all about the whole like, people were just so into going out and partying, and I was like, I'm here to learn. But the people who were there by themselves, there was something for them to do. It yes. was. It was. Um. So look, you know. That kind of party atmosphere will possibly get people to sign up. Like, I like I, I want to Why sign up for the education. What are you looking at me for right now? <laughs> Come on, that was not intentional. But, um, <laughs> but no, but, but there was a little bit too much emphasis on that. It, if the, the drawback for me would have been that. Um, also, like you said, Patrick, earlier, um, you know, I wish I, I would have known maybe the levels of the classes. Yeah. Um, you know, because I, I feel like I may have wasted my time in a few classes that were too simple for me. 
Um, but for me, my favorite class and favorite speaker was Nicholas Kuzmich. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Kuzmich, K-U-S-M-I-C-H. But he did a Facebook ads, like the um, anatomy of the perfect Facebook ad, which, you know, Patrick, you, you know, I, I live in Facebook ads. Um, yep. So that was a really good class. He was very enthusiastic. Um, and he, you know, he had a lot of great assets after the fact that I was able to take. And I still have, you know, I can use them while I'm, you know, creating ads. A lot of great tips. Um, you know, there were two or three really good classes, but that's the one that stood out. What about you, Patrick? Uh, mine was Advanced LinkedIn Ads by AJ Wilcox. Um, he did a really good job. He flushed everything out um, with you know the systems and how to actually do the bidding and how to really you know target the right audiences mm -hmm. through LinkedIn's new targeting um, platform. So he really dove in and and he didn't hold any punches. He even was like, you know, LinkedIn will tell you to do this don't do it, do this. So like, and he explained why that was the case. Right. And it was, he, he gave a lot of great insightful information that I wouldn't have been able to get anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's get, let's uh, segue to our, our three top takeaways. We're going to, we're going to talk about the, the three important social media takeaways that each one of us got from the conference. Let's start with you first, Holly. My first one was that we are in content overload. So make your content valuable mm -hmm. and Vanity is just basically out, so you should post at optimal times. So explain to me vanity is out. People are always into how many likes they get mm -hmm. or how, many, how much you're posting. So I can post for you every day, but if I'm not posting at the optimal time, it really doesn't mean anything. So I should be posting something more of value when your audience is actually online. So t talk to me about optimal time. Now, because social media is global. Like, what's the optimal time for for anybody? Well, we can go into insights through individual pages, mm -hmm. and I can actually see on a dashboard what time the mm -hmm. audience is on time for that page specifically. I so I can target my scheduling around that. So it's not just a general time for – because I read these things all the time on you know there's always a, an article that this is the best time for you to post 9 p.m on a tuesday night and it's like well 9 p.m eastern is 6 p.m yep. pacific mm -hmm. so you're talking about going into a, an individual page and yep. doing and looking okay that makes sense um and vanity is out vanity is out i've always said that so. <laughs> <laughs> i like that i like that and what was your third um or, or second 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 my bad Look to fire yourself every day. The Ooh. founders of the skim said this, mm -hmm. and basically it just means there's always going to be a next challenge. So what I should be doing is training someone to do what I'm doing now so I can move on to conquer something else. Mm. I like that. I like that. And three? Oh, live video should amplify your produced video. Explain. So basically that means, let's say you produce a video mm -hmm. and it's 20 minutes. So you posted that on Monday, but then on Tuesday you say, oh, we're going to go live to discuss the video. So now you have your followers and your audience. They can ask you questions uh, and you can go into more detail of your produced video. I like that. So, so sort of taking something that's produced and then using it almost as like repurposed for. Correct. Ah, okay. I Makes like sense. that. I like that one. Yeah. Patrick, let's go to your three takeaways. All right, my three takeaways, we actually kind of have the same first point. Mine is uh, just said a little bit differently. It's like pro it's producing noise versus producing smart content. It's the same thing. There's a mm -hmm. lot of content out there. So 
you need to have a plan that is addressing why you're posting and the reasons, you know, of why you're putting the effort in sure. to post these, this kind of content. There needs to be a plan backbone there. Um, the second one is Pinterest is very underutilized. Uh -huh. um, and uh, the, my favorite stat from that entire uh, Pinterest kind of discussion while I was at the show or the conference was that 97 to 98% of all searches on the platform are unbranded. Mm -hmm. So that means that people are typing in, you know, men's fall fashion, not right. men's polo, like, or men's jockey, sure. you, you know, fall fashion. So mm -hmm. it's unbranded searches, which means it's an even playing field and there's a lot of opportunity there. And the final one is just, you know, know your customer journey and when you know your customer journey, there'll be opportunities to do more advanced retargeting with your ads and your insights, tags, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, but more importantly than anything, just start with the customer journey. Mm -hmm. Go through it as yourself, act as a customer, and see how it goes. Right. Very good. Um, my three, you stole some of my thunder. Um, <laughs> uh, Pinterest, it seemed like one out of every two classes I went to, they brought up the, the untapped value of Pinterest. Um, I actually was networking with a woman. She said that she spent 150 bucks on a Pinterest ad, and she got over 75,000 reach on it. Yeah. Um, right now, it's it's it, people should be on Pinterest, you know, um, doing ads of their company because right now, it, like you guys know, you guys all work in Facebook. It's it's saturated with ads. Yeah. We're at a saturation point, um, and for 150 bucks on Facebook. You're not going to get seventy-five thousand reach. I can guarantee you. No. I, I do it all the time. Um, so so Pinterest for sure. Um, video. Uh, I had a class where this uh, I forget the woman's name, but she said that your your post should be broken down like this: seventy percent of your post should be video, uh, thirty percent should be images, and ten. Oh no. Yeah. Like. No seventy twenty ten. It was seventy <laughs> seventy percent video, twenty percent. Images and 10% should just be straight, like, you know, links or status updates. 70% video. And that's that, hard. I mean, that's got to be – I mean, I don't know what her page was, but, I, I mean, I know that that's a hard sell. It is. You know, that, that's a hard amount of work to kind of carry. It's a lot but, because a lot of people don't do video. I mean, yeah. live video for sure is available to everyone, but not everyone can do Did the she, produced – that's a follow-up question that I actually had for you. Was that something she just she made a distinction on? Did she say all video, or did she say like? I think it includes all video, including live video. See, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. That makes a little bit more manageable. Okay. With eight hundred pages. I mean, <laughs> no, no, not right. not in your case. Okay. For all sure. right. <laughs> uh, my final point or my final takeaway is engage like social media is social you got to be out there and you have to be trying to do whatever you can to post meaningful content to engage your audience because then what's the sense of your posts if you're not trying to engage people so those are my three takeaways um so our final point let's let's go around the table here and talk about it um holly you first would you recommend the social shakeup to people in our industry i would not Mm -hmm. I think it was too advanced. I okay. think we should go and learn it, and then we can bring it back and give it to them on their level, how they could understand it. I, I like that answer. Okay. I like All that right. answer a lot. Um, Patrick, social media marketing world, would well, you recommend it? She just changed my opinion, I think, because originally I was like, yeah, everybody should go. Like, everybody, if you're in social mm -hmm. media, you should go, clearly. Um, but you're right. You know, maybe it maybe it falls to us to kind of redistribute that knowledge and, and be the experts first and then, mm -hmm. and then, you know, hand that information down. So... I think I'm going to change my answer and go with you. Yeah, you I agree really? with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at that. So, 
So my answer, um, I'm going to stick with my original. Uh, my answer is that the only time I would recommend this to people in our industry is if that you're local to where this conference was taking place. It, Ooh, that's a good answer. Or within, you know, maybe an hour or two drive. Um, I, look, was it pricey? It, yes. Um, we, we took advantage of a special, uh, yep. ASI did. Um, but with, with the cost of hotel and flight, I mean, and it food. gets pricey. Plus, you miss three days. Yeah. So, look, for people in our industry, and Holly, you're right, um, a, a lot of people in our industry, the majority, are, are beginners. There are a lot of local – now, we're, I'm talking to Philly. There are a lot of local um, conferences where you can, you can spend a day. Yeah, um, you're right. I'm not, I'm not saying that's true for everybody in this country. Um, you know, maybe they have to travel for a social media conference. Uh, but for me, if I was East Coast and I was a, a new distributor, I would not go out West to attend to so the social media marketing world for those reasons. Can I add on to this point? Sure. Too? I think it's also important to say that you should be using the resources online out there before you invest in a conference, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I think it goes to your point too, the fact that like it's, these things is, are, are advanced, mm -hmm. you know, there's the Facebook blueprint courses, there's the LinkedIn learning right. center, you know, there's things out there that you can invest in already. I think Pinterest has one too now actually, mm -hmm. but it's just something that you can invest your time in instead of your money first. And then you can learn in person, these advanced tactics. And mm -hmm. I think it lends to both of your points. So that's, that's a, that's a yeah. good starting point. And I like what Holly said about, you know, beginners, like if you get to the point where you're more advanced, you're, in, you're more intermediate, then I think take advantage of some of these conferences, like the social shakeup and social media marketing. Because there's an world. opportunity to elevate your skills here. There, that, that's sure. undeniable, right? I for think we sure. all agree that there is an opportunity to elevate what you can bring mm -hmm. to the table if you go to these conferences, but I feel like you need you know, a, a great foundation to really take full advantage of that. And, and you know what, you can sell you can self-teach here like uh, i think a lot of people should be learning social media on their own if you go to youtube if you go even the facebook any type of um you know search engine you're going to find basic videos where you can you can learn social media get to the point where you're you're more advanced um but that's it you guys have any final takeaways for today i do not all right patrick i think i'm good awesome so for patrick and holly i'm Vinny. we'll see you next time on the social angle <laughs>